This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, May 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Debate heats up on ag's climate footprint. Newsom helps donors. And milk producers dismiss plant-based move. Assembly advances proposal for slashing ag's climate footprint. Despite pushback from farm groups, the Assembly Natural Resources Committee passed a couple of bills yesterday in its first post-pandemic hearing. Assembly Bill 2954 proposes a pathway for including natural and working lands within the next scoping plan for California's AB32 climate goals. The Climate and Agriculture Network, CalCAN, joined with the Natural Conservancy in supporting the bill, yet several prominent ag groups came out in opposition along with business groups. The California Chamber of Commerce said it would focus heavily on an industry contributing just 9% of global emissions. The California Farm Bureau argued it left out thousands of sequestration projects. For land stewards to do even more than they're already doing, they need financial incentives, added Farm Bureau's Taylor Roshan. She pointed out the state funding in this area has been inconsistent and its future budget is not looking any better. Roshan also said it would also create winners and losers among farmers and lead to even more consolidation. The measure passed with Ag Chair Susan Eggman abstaining. I'm taking everything into context of the world that we're living in right now, she said. In case you missed it, Newsom's directive benefits one of his biggest donors. In our AgriPulse West newsletter this week, we investigated Newsom's ties to one of the nation's wealthiest families through a directive he issued to Cal EPA. Heiress Anna Getty was among the signatures on a letter to Newsom last month asking for an executive order to slightly reduce pesticide use in the Ojai Valley. Newsom then directed his agency to focus strong enforcement on pesticide regulations during the pandemic. It frustrated ag commissioners, but was celebrated by Getty's activist group as a win. The Getty family has collectively donated more than a half million dollars to Newsom's election campaigns dating back to 1998, according to the Los Angeles Times. Anna Getty and her husband waited until Newsom's gubernatorial campaign in 2018 to become donors. They then contributed more than $25,000. House heads to partisan showdown on stimulus bill. It looks like farm groups will largely stay on the sidelines as the House moves toward a vote on Democrats' giant coronavirus relief bill, even though it would authorize $16.5 billion more in direct farm payments, plus other aid to producers. The House Rules Committee meets today to prepare the $3 trillion HEROES Act for debate on the floor, where the vote is certainly to be along party lines. The committee also will consider a separate measure that would authorize remote proxy voting so lawmakers don't have to go to the House chamber to vote. The American Farm Bureau Federation hasn't taken a position on the coronavirus bill despite liking some of the ag provisions. The National Farmers Union, which has more frequently aligned with Democrats on legislative issues, has not endorsed the bill either. But in a statement to AgriPulse, and if you did welcome the bill's ag and nutrition provisions, saying, quote, 
While the CARES Act provided much-needed short-term relief for agriculture, it was just the tip of the iceberg as far as what will ultimately be required to keep farmers in business and ensure that everyone has access to food. The CARES Act, enacted in March, provided $23.5 billion for farm relief. President Donald Trump's take, well, he said it's, as they say, DOA. By the way, the bill would expand the popular paycheck protection program that many farms and agricultural employers have taken advantage of. The eight-week period for loan forgiveness would be extended to 24 weeks, and the program's deadline would be changed from June 30th to the end of the year. The bill also eliminates the requirement that 75% of PPP loan proceeds be used for payroll to get the loan forgiven. Plant-based doesn't go far enough for milk producers. The Plant-Based Foods Association has released standards for labeling non-dairy yogurt products that recommended using terms such as plant-based, dairy-free, or non-dairy in a prominent position. Makers of those and other products are fighting efforts by milk producers at both the federal and state level to prevent them from using dairy terms. The National Milk Producers Federation dismissed the standards as insufficient. NMPF's Clay Deffelson said, putting forth a voluntary standard that simply codifies illegal behavior does nothing more than allow male factors to pick and choose whether they feel like following the law, depending on their perceived marketing gain. Broadband providers seek permanent fix. As COVID-19 tests Internet connectivity across rural America, broadband providers are calling on Congress to take a long-term approach to expanding service. Shirley Bloomfield, CEO of NTCA, the Rural Broadband Association, told the Senate Commerce Committee yesterday that lawmakers should encourage the use of better technology and make sure that infrastructure is deployed right the first time. Bloomfield said, we certainly wouldn't use our highway program to create a two-lane road when we know that an eight-lane highway is what's going to be needed five to ten years down the road. Now take note, as if on cue, the video conference hearing wound up illustrating the challenges of relying on the Internet. Gene Kimmelman, a witness with the public interest group called Public Knowledge, was in the middle of talking to the committee when his audio cut out, just as he was saying this, quote, Wow, just think of the gut punch this virus has delivered to all of us. It's really demonstrated just how dependent we are on a high-quality, fast-speed, video-capable broadband. By the way, Bloomfield and other witnesses said companies are having a hard time sourcing personal protective equipment for employees. Here's today's He Said It. This is not an urgency. There is no COVID relationship. That Dennis Albani, legislative advocate for the California Grain and Feed Association, arguing against a bill that would disrupt the supply of organic byproducts used in cattle feed. The measure still passed natural resources. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, May 14th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Dowling.